Welcome back to the Red River Report. I'm Rosanna Hempel, multimedia editor at The Projector. I hope the New Year's off to a fantastic start for you guys. Here in Winnipeg, the city's been under lockdown since November 12th. Over the past couple of weeks, we have seen a spike in case numbers, with many of them being linked to holiday gatherings and a large proportion of them coming from northern Manitoba. Now, the pandemic and public health orders have been challenging for all of us, some more than others, but can you imagine moving to a new country during a global pandemic? Last weekend, I had the opportunity to speak with two international students at Red River College who moved to Winnipeg in December with a little help from their classmates. Heli is from Hong Kong and Yang is from Shanghai. They both started studying graphic design remotely in the fall before making the move here last month. We were also joined by Dennis Roussin, another student in the graphic design program who helped them both get settled. Let's take a listen. everyone, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Dennis, uh, I understand you played a big part in welcoming Heli and Yang to Winnipeg and helping them get settled. Can you tell us first, how did you first hear about the new students? Uh, well, they actually were taking classes uh, online uh, at night from China. So we did a full semester actually all together. And there's been a couple like group assignments and like group critiques we've had to do. So um, we've kind of all got to know each other throughout the term, actually, which is kind of unique, I think, to the situation going on. But, uh, yeah, we got to know each other for the whole term and then um, kind of just chatted before they got to their arrival and their, like, flight. So what inspired you to lend a hand? Um, kind of, like, just amongst chatting. I know we've I've re- reached out to both of them um, through our, like, online learning platform. Uh, that we use for class. So we've kind of had video chats. Um, I remember just chatting with Yang. She first, I think, sent me a, a, an apartment listing that she was looking at, um, which ended up being just down the street from me. So I thought I'd actually be able to lend a hand in uh, like maybe viewing or like just kind of helping her out and getting a, a apartment set up for herself, um, which we kind of landed right next door to my to my building. And it's within the same company. So um, it kind of sprung from that, actually. I know there were a few other students who were also involved. Can you tell me a little bit about that? There's a small group that I was uh, a bit closer to. So we were all communicating and they were helping me come up with ideas. Uh, They also contributed a bunch of stuff like dishes. um, And yeah, they seemed on board. So I figured, why not get the whole class? And why not get the instructors? <laughs> so, Heli and Yang, I'm going to switch over to you. Um, what made you decide to study in Winnipeg? The reason I decided to study in Winnipeg is I don't like my original major. So, uh, so I taught myself and changed my career. I worked as a marketing specialist for one and a half year in Shanghai. Uh, I like art and design. I like drawing. Uh, but I realized that self-teaching is not enough if I want to be a professional designer. 
colleges offer practical education for working purpose. So that's why I choose Red River College. And Helly, what about you? Um, I was from Hong Kong, and my story is actually quite similar to Yan. Um, I was a self-taught um, web designer back then, and at one point I just realized that um, if I want to go further, um, I need to learn the fundamental of um, graphic design. So I started to like explore different programs, and I found this one in um, Red River College, and. It's amazing that they have both um, teaching us graphic design and also something like digital production and user experience, user experience design, which is, I think is a combination of what we, what I need and also what I'm interested in. Yeah, so here I am in Winnipeg. Okay, so I mean, moving to a new country is already a, a really big deal. And, and if I think about you know, the global pandemic and, and arriving in Winnipeg in the winter. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the weather is like for you uh, back home all year round. But I mean, that that's something else. Uh, so what was that like? What was it like to move here? And uh, how did your quarantine go? Yeah, it was my first international travel. So I've been nervous. But it turned out that I didn't encounter any trouble during the trip. I just felt tired and was jet lagging for five days. Well, um, I booked a basement for quarantine on Airbnb, and the host speaks English and Spanish and have two dogs. I draw a picture for their pets, and they were so happy and gave me a box of food shortage set in return. So I think my quarantine is well. Um, my, my first week of quarantine was headache because it was still, um, during the semester. So I'm dealing with all the assignments and unlike Yan, I was, um, staying in a hotel alone. So I haven't contacted anyone (laughs) those 40 days. (laughs) So I was really excited when I can like finally finish the quarantine. So, so you came before uh, Yang did. So you did you you traveled uh, at the end of the semester? Yeah, that's right. I think it's the last week of the semester. So I I know you've been in touch with some of the students here before because you did the semester last uh, last semester. But when when you first heard that there were students who were hoping to lend a hand with the move, um, what was your reaction? Um, I was really surprised and certainly very grateful because <laughs> that's beyond my imagination how nice um, they are. Because I always hear that Canadians people are very nice, <laughs> but I didn't imagine that um, what they did, that was really, um, yeah, I think that's the uh, most heartwarming thing that I have, I've ever experienced in my life. So, um, yeah. I've talked to Dennis first. Uh, I asked him for some information of life in Winnipeg. Uh, he was really warm-hearted and told me a lot. 
maybe he came up with the idea and there were more of my classmates told me they they want to help and have something for me i was like wow that's so nice and i also bring many gifts from my country like bookmarks chinese fans notebooks yeah i um i actually thought that like wow this girl's coming internationally during a break she must only have like two pieces of luggage, both her and Heli, um, and she's bringing us gifts and like they're bringing us stuff. Like this is kind of unreal. So I figured I'd also kind of help. That's kind of where it started to where she was offering gifts to us just by knowing us online. And I was like, no, this is crazy. We should be offering you welcome gifts. I'm I'm curious. You mentioned that you had moved a, around a little bit around Canada. Does do you think that that influenced you know your decision to want to help more? I believe so. Yeah, I I like kind of a mover, so I move a lot. I know how to get rid of things that uh, still have value or use to them. So I know thrifting is a good way to to save money. But I feel like the time of year also was the the kicker. Um, obviously Christmas, the time of giving a, a little bit. I also worked a stint at WestJet, and I think uh, this time of year they're they're used to doing good deeds, and I kind of got into that culture while I worked there. Okay, and then what was the preparation like, especially in terms of figuring out all the, the COVID precautions? Um, well, I figured because they were going to be landing, um, well, during a busy time, kind of the mid lockdown I guess um I figured because they were weren't going to be able to get a lot of things um I would just gather some of my things that I was like willing to give up um but it was actually fairly easy to coordinate through our platforms connecting through our with our instructors and classmates the graphic design program is actually split into two sections so um these two ladies were in my section and all I did was send a group chat um, and it kind of got the ball rolling. Um, there's live documents we were able to kind of edit all together and we kind of collaboratively made a list of, uh, it started first with just like a welcome package and just like uh, care items that they could use during their quarantine. Um, and then it kind of snowballed into uh, art supplies that they were, weren't maybe able to get right away. Um, and then like house supplies. We got a, a few boxes for both of them, um, but uh, it was just a live kind of chat document, group chat with all the instructors and coordinated, uh, just like no contact drop off. Since I was living next door to Yang, uh, Yang I figured I would just uh, store stuff until she was able to move in. Yang and Heli, I'll, I'll come back to you. Um, so... You guys are uh, a week into the new semester. Um, what's it like doing the courses now from Canada? And um, what are your thoughts on Winnipeg so far? Yeah, I have to ask for help and information because things are very different. And I need time to learn and adjust. Get, um, gladly, I have great friends to rely on. And it drives me and drives and takes me out for groceries and furniture. It's been quite busy and tiring, but thanks to their help, I can, can I, uh, I can settle down smoothly. Well, I think um, life in Winnipeg, especially during this pandemic, is 
not very convenient because everybody is staying in the home and uh, shops shut down. But、uh, I think Winnipeg is a beautiful place, and people here are really warm. Um, I feel the same. <laughs> um, and I actually think that the first week of this semester, um, this semester is a bit easier than the last one, because at least we don't have the time difference problem that we had to deal with. And yeah, I got a little bit more time to adjust. Um, than Yan, because I ca- um came here earlier, so I am doing all right. Um, right now. And living in Winnipeg, um, so far everything is I I would say wonderful, the weather and the environment and the people here are all I would say perfect. So I, I you you make a good point there. I I forgot about the time difference. So can you describe what your day was like before、uh, doing this program? Yeah, actually, uh, China and Canada has. Fourteen hour time different, so I had to stay up all night to taking those classes. Wow! <laughs> I just just very sleepy. And also with the workload of our program, I actually have a very flexible time schedule every day. I I don't really know what time I'm going to sleep and wake up. <laughs> yeah. You also mentioned the weather earlier, and I was wondering: Have you been able to to get out skating or, or skiing yet? Well,、uh, yes, I've heard. Well,、uh, Dennis took me out and showed me the Red River and the skate place. I, I want to have a try, but I'm not a good skater for now. Um, that's something I want to do, but I haven't had the chance to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so hopefully I can、um, go to go skiing or ice skating like near in the near future. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you speaking with me.、Uh, I know it may have been a bit daunting to to come, you know, talk on a podcast for a little bit, but I really appreciate it, and and I really hope the semester goes well for you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's all for today. I'm your host Rosanna Hempel, and thanks so much for listening to the Red River Report. Bye for now. <laughs>